0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Adventures in Angular. I'm your host, Charles Max Wood, and I'm doing this alone today mainly because it's been a while since we've been able to record an episode, and I just wanted to fill you all in as as to what's going on. Now, the main reason why we haven't had episodes come out on a regular basis is because we moved the time to a time that I routinely show up late to, so I have to take my kids to school in the morning because they attend a charter school here in Utah, and they don't bus for those, and so anyway, I've routinely been showing up late, and so we're working on getting the show to a slightly different time, probably just going to record it 15 minutes later. Anyway, I thought I'd jump on and just talk a little bit about what's going on here, and uh, yeah, just give you some idea of what what I'm working on these days. And then I think I'm going to give some advice on just what you can do to get your career ahead. Since that's the main focus of Top End Devs. Hey folks, this is Charles Maxwood from Top End Devs. And lately I've been working on actually building out Top End Devs. If you're interested, you can go to topendevs.com slash podcast and you can actually hear a little bit more about my story, about why I'm doing what I'm doing with Top End Devs, why I changed it from uh, devchat.tv to Top End Devs. But What I really want to get into is that I have decided that I'm going to build the platform that I always wished I had with devchat.tv, and I renamed it to Top End Devs because I want to give you the resources that are gonna help you to build the career that you want. right? So whether you wanna be an influencer in tech, Once again, that's topendevs.com So lately, it's it's just been, there's been a ton going on. So I've been working a contract for a company that does logistics and shipping, and that's been taking up a lot of time. And it's made it a little bit harder for me to get top-end devs delivered the way that I want. But we are moving forward. We're going to be doing a couple of things that you might be interested in. One of them is, is we are going to be putting on remote conferences or summits this year. I think, starting in July. So if you're interested in those, uh, definitely check it out. I was looking at doing an Angular one around August, September, but it turns out that's when NGConf is going to be. And I don't want to conflict with them. I'd like them to have their time for their show, and then we'll do ours later. So we're probably looking at, like, November timeframe for that. If you want to speak at it, go to topendevs.com conferences, and you should be able to find a form where you can uh, submit a talk and then we will select talks and let you know how you fit into the schedule. I'm looking at doing a five-day conference actually, and what we're probably gonna do is we're probably gonna have themed days, right? So we might have like a builds and tooling day, right? And then we might have a, I don't know, you know, just just different things like that so that we can hit different aspects of writing apps in Angular and just, that that way you can be focused on different parts of building the applications the way that you want and i don't want to put topics out off the top of my head cuz i don't know if those are the ones we're going to wind up settling on but uh, anyway you get the idea so yeah we're we're looking at doing that in november probably going to do a javascript one around the august september time frame in fact i know the august one's going to be rails because uh, we have david heinemeyer hansen coming for that one but it, probably september so i'll i'll just make sure it's not the same dates as ngconf cuz i can't remember exactly when they are but we're going to be doing that And then I'm also going to be working on putting out workshops and meetups. And and those are things that I want to start much sooner. And so we're going to be working on that. Also, the first summit I I forgot to mention is going to be the Top End Dev Summit. And the mission of Top End Devs is to help every developer become the top 5% or the top 1% of developers out there. And I think the best, sorry, my other computer's having a, Slack notifications—if you can hear those—and they're driving you crazy. I'm sorry. Maybe I can just mute it here. Let's see. I don't know if that worked or not. Anyway, uh, I guess we'll see. So yeah. So if you're looking to, it, it's going to be focused on the seven things that you have to do to be a top end dev, right? And so we're going to have the networking day. It'll probably go to, go together with the meetups day and and uh, meetups and some and conferences. And we're going to have the how to learn day we're going to have the, let's see. So it's learn, learn something new every day, commit code every day, meet somebody new every week, go to a conference or, or a meetup every month. Anyway, we're going to have days for each of those. And then we're probably going to have some kind of day, a day or two about like different kinds of media, right? Because that's one of the weekly things is to post media. So, you know, we'll have podcasting, blogging, etc right but we may also have a day for like writing books and things like that so we'll we'll see how that all comes out but I'm going to be inviting a bunch of experts that I know who can come and speak to a lot of this stuff some of them are going to be in the tech industry some of them won't just depending on what the topic is right and I plan on doing a workshop or something around podcasting if that's the way you want to go so anyway keep an eye out for that we'll probably do that in July I think we're going to wind up doing it like this second or third week of July. So anyway, just a heads up there that that's going to be a thing. But yeah, the meetups, uh, I'm going to start reaching out to our past guests on different shows, including this one and see if we can get those together and start putting out content that relates to doing what you need to do in order to be a top end dev. And to be honest, I'm really excited about it. So I feel like I'm in a place where I need to be in order to help you all Move ahead, and these are the things that you need to be doing anyway in order to grow your career. And it seems like there are a lot of people that are looking at the situation right now that have been thinking about, okay, how do I go from junior to senior? How do I go from senior to whatever? How do I get a raise? Because the market right now is is really really interesting, and there are a lot of folks out there that are looking for for people, and it's really competitive. So if a company isn't putting up a great package of salary and benefits, then people just are moving on. And uh, I hear from company after company after company saying that they're trying to hire more people, and those people are becoming harder and harder to find. And so, so yeah, so I I really want to help people just nail that down. So I'm going to talk through the seven points here real quick of being a top end dev, and then maybe we can go into more detail on one or two of them in another episode if We don't have guests or if I show up (laughs) super late to uh, podcast recordings going forward. But yeah, so the first one is to learn something new every day. And I've talked about this a bunch, but I'm going to talk about it some more. Learning something new every day doesn't have to be technical, for one. And this is something that I think a lot of people get hung up on is, oh, you want me to learn a new technology every day? And it's like, no, no, I don't. What I want you to learn is something that's going to move the needle for you in your career or your job or whatever every day and so whether it's watching a video on how to talk to your coworkers, or whether it's you know sitting down and reading a tutorial about how to use a particular tool or learning keyboard shortcuts for visual studio code or going and doing a deep dive on some of the operators for rxjs or going and reading some of the angular documentation or whatever right There there are so many different things you can do, but all of these things are going to make a difference, and they're all going to add up. I really like the idea that James Clear put forward in Atomic Habits, and he talks about just making 1% incremental progress every day, right? And in fact, I ought to just call it like the 37x developer, because what happens is, is we have this idea of the 10x developer, and that somehow... You can be ten times as productive as you know other developers and stuff, and you know people rail against it, and other people embrace it. But what I found is that a lot of the the ten x things are not tangible, like delivering code. Right, you get to ten x partially by being more productive than other developers. Right, uh, writing more code, doing the blah blah blah. Right, whatever it is that, that they need you to do at work, but and the other piece of it is that you're more productive because you're moving hard parts off of other people's plates. You're handling stuff that enables people to move faster, right? You're cleaning up tech debt that is slowing down the project, right? So that's how you get to 10x. You're investing in other developers on the team so that they're productive, more productive as well, right? And that, in my opinion, counts toward your 10X, right? So your 10X developer is not somebody who, if you put me side by side with somebody else, I'm gonna write 10 times the code they are. To me, the 10X developer is somebody who, when you put them in a team environment, they lift the team so that it accounts for 10 times the work that they as an individual could contribute on their own, if it was just them writing code, right? Or if you hired somebody else and they were not a team player. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. So back to the idea from James Clear, what he says is if you make 1% incremental progress every day and you compound that over a year, over 365 days, right? So it's basically 1.01 times itself, times itself, times itself, right? 365 times. You get to 37 and change times as as good as you were when you started, right? And so then you imagine doing that every year, right? So you're 37 times better every year. And as I was thinking about that and thinking about the idea of, of making that kind of progress, I realized that what we're actually doing is we're bringing people up so that they're in the top 1% of the top 1% of developers, right? And if you're a junior developer and you're 37 times better next year, I mean, you definitely qualify. You know, for the being the mid-level or senior-level developer. You know, you may not have all the experience that somebody else in that position has, but the flip side is is that you can really nail it for for the other stuff. And so, your knowledge and your your practice and your your method for for doing your your thing is way better. And so, that that's what I'm pushing forward with this idea is. Number one, learn something new every day, right? So it, even if you are halfway off and you only get the 10%, right? Because again, this is an exponential curve. So if you're half wrong, it's not it's not gonna be half the progress. It's gonna be less than half the progress because it all builds on each other, right? But you know, maybe you get that 10%. Maybe you are that 10, 10X programmer at the end of the year. You're making way more progress than most of the people who just show up to work uh, coast through their day and then go home. So just keep that in mind. Now, the other things I feel like are just adding fuel to the fire, right? So, and some of these are massive accelerants, right? So committing code every day, and that does a couple of things for you. One is, is that it keeps you in practice and it keeps you sharp. And this is the place where you can actually practice your good practices, right? So at work, a lot of times what winds up happening is, is you're put in a position where you know, you you kind you're kind of doing the same thing day in and day out, right? Uh, I I find that's the case for me, right? So on my contract, I mean, one of the things I did is I upgraded them from, from Rails four to Rails five, and then Rails five to Rails six, right? And they're they're now doing an audit to make sure that everything still works, right? Because that those kinds of upgrades are just tough. But you you can really get a feel for where somebody's at if they're committing code every day. And so if I give somebody my GitHub handle and I'm looking for a job, that helps there. But it's also, like I said, that place where you can you can practice your, your craft, right? And so you can write code against something new that you're exploring. You can try out TDD, or you can try out some other technique, right? You can go play with Angular's dependency injections. You can get it to do weird stuff, you know, whatever. But you can dive in and you can really figure out what the capabilities of things are, and you can keep your skills sharp. So whether you're practicing coding practices, or whether you're practicing using a particular tool or library or things like that, all of those things play in. And it gives you a much wider breadth of experience that you can then bring to bear when you're doing your job. And so I, I mean, it's, for me, it's just a huge opportunity for for people to, again, kind of do that level up. So it's one thing to go and watch a video, it's another thing to go and write the code that comes off of that video. And and that's that's where the rubber really meets the road is because you're you're forcing you're forcing yourself to put it into practice and that cements a lot of those concepts more than anything else does. Hi, this is Charles Maxwood from Top End Devs and lately I've been coaching some people on starting some podcasts and Go to topendevs.com slash coaching. I will give you a one hour free session where we can figure out what you're trying to do, where you're trying to go and figure out what the next steps are. And then from there, we can figure out how to get you to the place you want to go. So once again, that's topendevs.com slash coaching. And so it, it goes hand in hand with learning something new every day. But at the same time, you're also building your portfolio on GitHub If if somebody goes and checks you out. The next thing that I recommend people do is that they meet somebody new every week. Now, again, you know, this doesn't have to be like, hey, we, you know, we sat and talked for 10 hours. You know, you don't have to do that. But what you do need to do is make contact with and have a conversation with one new person every week, right? So it could be somebody you meet at a meetup. It could be somebody that you, you know, connect with online. It could be somebody that you, Encounter in a Slack channel or on a mailing list that you just kind of reach out to on your own and say, "Hey, it looks like you're doing some interesting stuff. I'm trying to get to know more people in the community. Can we talk? Right? Just see if you can just set up a time to talk." And the the reason that this is important is because what I'm finding is that you get a much better feel for what's going on out there in the community, and you'll get ideas for things that you can learn and things that you can do, things where places where you can contribute that you otherwise wouldn't, right? So one of the reasons why people go to conferences and then they come back inspired and excited and stuff like that is because they're out there talking to people and seeing what other folks in the community are actually doing and contributing to and things like that. And so if you're looking for a way to stay current, this is probably one of the most important ways to do it. Because at the end of the day, then when you're finding out what other people are doing or what technologies they're using or what problems they're solving, you'll get a much, much better idea of what, you know, what you can do to contribute. And then the the other thing you need to do is you need to stay in contact with them. So you just reach out to them periodically and, you know, hey, how's it going? Anything new? Anything I can help you with? Stuff like that. And as you build those relationships, the other thing that that does is then if you get to a point where you need a new job or where you need advice on something in your professional life, then you have a set of contacts that you can go to and get feedback from them. And that is totally, totally worth it. So I'm just going to put that out there. I mean, that's one of the, probably one of the most powerful things that I've done over the years uh, with the podcast is just bringing people in and talking to them on the podcast. And you can kind of kill two birds with one stone if you have a podcast. And number four is post some kind of media every week. And so, you know, you bring somebody in as a guest and you talk to them. I mean, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's great. And then you publish it, right? And it again, it forces you to learn new things. It forces you to process them in a different way, just like committing every day does. And it puts you in a position where you, now, again, you're building up that portfolio. So people can go and they can get a real feel for where you're at they can get a feel for how you think they can get a feel for what you're doing. And so then if they want you to come speak at a conference or if they want to hire you or anything else, you've got that backlog of stuff that you can work from in order to make everything come together for you. And it just opens up all kinds of possibilities. Um, I see a lot of people that kind of go from that to doing like uh, developer evangelism and things like that. And, and again, that just opens up all kinds of other doors and gives you all kinds of opportunities to explore options for you as, as far as what you're going to do. So those are the first four. The next one is to be going to some kind of community event every month. Now, usually that's going to be a meetup, okay? It's going to be, they, they call them uh, users groups out here, but, you know, same kind of deal, right? So uh, wherever you live, And I find that people are often surprised that there's one out near them. But wherever you live, there's probably a group of people that are getting together and talking about code every month. And so you need to be out at that event. You need to be there talking to people, getting to know people. This is your opportunity to find people to get to know for the next few weeks. Uh, It's your opportunity to kind of hear what people are working on. But it's a terrific opportunity, too, to present, right? So you can present your own work, your own projects, whatever, you know, whatever, you know, at the users group, and it just opens all kinds of doors and possibilities. And it really puts you in a good position to where if you're speaking, you know, you can practice speaking and hopefully, you know, get a bit at a conference. But it also gives you the opportunity to sit down, figure stuff out and explain it to other people. Honestly, there's just no substitute for it. And and the best way to get good at speaking is to speak is to actually get up and do it. And Meetups are a low risk way of doing that, right? Because it's not hundreds of people or thousands of people. It might be 20 or 30 people, right? And those people can help pull for you and and things like that. So I highly, highly recommend that you go. And even if you're not speaking or presenting or helping organize the meetups, you're still going to be in a position where you can actually, again, kind of stay on top of things, get to know people in the community and become a resource to some folks that may pay off for you later on. I find that relationships pay off over and over and over again. And that's not why I build them, but it's often a result of having built them. So I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to let you know that you need to do that. Now, one of those events every year needs to be a conference, right? Now I get that not everybody can travel. That's why I'm trying to put on the remote conferences is because I feel like, people get way more out of the conference but it's more of a time commitment so you know you can't do it every month right take a day or two where you're just listening to conference talks right and the other thing is is the conferences are since you're already kind of immersed in the conference you have the opportunity to network with people and that was one of the main criteria for what you know when I was looking at platforms for the conferences I wanted people to be able to network through it, right, and not just, oh, hey, you you look interesting. Let's swap information. No, I I want somewhere where you can go and actually, you know, join a video chat and talk to people at the conference and have conversations and see what people are doing and you know, kind of have the unstructured meetings where you get together and everybody's interested in talking about Blaze or the Angular CLI or you know whatever, right? And so you know, you, you all show up and you all know that that's what you're talking about. And so I want people to be able to do that. I want people to be able to just serendipitously sit down and get to know each other, right? And so I'm building those into the summits because it's an important thing. But then also, you know, having speakers, hopefully from core teams and things like that, who can come and inform us on what they're doing, what's new, what's coming, what I need to be paying attention to, where the community's headed, you know, all that stuff. And then from there, then we can start getting to the place where, we're talking about the other stuff that, you know, is kind of on off to the side of the conference, you know, where people can collaborate and stuff like that, you know, heading out of it. So anyway, uh, that's that's what I'm looking at. And then the seventh one is you need to sit down and you need to plan out what you're going to do for the next three months. Right. And so usually I'm pushing people to have some kind of long term vision. Right. So I want to be a developer evangelist or I want to be a senior developer. I want to make $150,000 a year. I want to, you know, whatever. Right. Set your goal. I want to go freelance. And then sit down and start saying, okay, well, my daily learning needs to include, right. If you want to be a developer evangelist, my daily learning needs to include blogging. I need to learn how to blog. Right. I need to learn how to speak at conferences. I need to learn how to network with people. I need, right. You know, along with, I need to understand the technologies that are related to whatever product I'm going to be evangelizing for. You know, if you're looking at $150,000 a year, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to go and I'm going to look at the people who are making $150,000 a year. You know, what, what skills do they have? What, what do they do? Who are they connected to, you know, and start planning that out. Right. So then it's okay. Well, it looks like, Most of the people in my area who make hundred fifty thousand dollars a year work for one of these handful of companies, and so um, I need to get to know people at the company, right? So that's how you focus your meet new person every every week, right? Is you focus on meeting people who work at those companies. Um, You get the idea, right? And so you can sit down and you can say, okay, now these are my goals, and then these are the things I need to do in order to meet them. And once you start making those connections between where you want to go and what you're doing in the short term, again, you kind of make that incremental progress. Because if you have that pie in the sky, I want to be a CTO of a Fortune 500 company and blah, 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 right? It seems really, really, really unattainable, right? It it feels like it's just out there and there's no way to do it. But if you start taking the steps now and you're like, look, I'm just going to move up along that 37 times more, a better programmer, better employee, whatever, and you can move up that ladder every year, then it becomes more attainable, right? So as you get closer to your goal, you start seeing more of the path and you can start planning ahead to get to there. So those are the things that I'm looking at and thinking about as far as, you know, how do we get you there? And so a lot of the content that I'm going to be putting out on top end devs is going to be focused around how do you learn, right? How do you learn? How do you commit? Like your commit messages, your pull request, structure, different ways of structuring your code, things like that, you know, so that your commits are moving the needle for you, making you learn stuff. I'm going to talk about networking and how to network with people within the programming community. I'm going to talk about content and how to build content, right? And so we're going to have, we're going to have content, premium content about all this stuff. And that's what I'm working on. I'm just trying to get uh, the rest of the infrastructure in place so that we can just pull the trigger and do it. But one of the things that I'm looking at doing now is getting a couple of premium podcasts out there that will actually talk about this stuff, since those are kind of the easiest and most natural for me to create while I'm getting the rest of the infrastructure set up so that I can post videos in a structured manner. Hey, folks, if you love this podcast and would like to support the show, or if you wish you could listen without the sponsorship messages, then you're in luck. We're setting up new premium podcast feeds where you can get all of the episodes released after Christmas 2020 without the ads. Signing up will help us pay for editing and production, and you can go sign up at devchat.tv premium. So if you go to topendevs.com, you can actually sign up. It still has the original pricing of $19 a month. Once I have the infrastructure done, which is looking like it's probably going to be sometime in May, then I'm going to raise the price right? Because then I'm going to start posting courses. I'm going to start posting other content. The other piece of it that I'm looking to do is learn something new every day. I figure you probably ought to be spending about uh, 10, 15 minutes every day learning something new, right? I'm not asking for an hour, you know, 10, 15 minutes a day learning something new. Um, What that means to me is that I need to start putting out 10 to 15 minute videos, (laughs) right? That You can watch every day on on some of these topics, right? So I'm looking at bringing in other authors who can do a 10 to 15 minute video on uh, Ruby every week, or Angular every week, or JavaScript every week, or ES Next every week, or Visual Studio. Things that, that are gonna move the needle for you so you can say, okay, my, my learning today is gonna come off of this series or it's gonna come out of this course. So anyway, so that's what I'm looking at. I'm doing the same kind of thing for podcasters. I mean, I'm, I'm writing my my own platform. And so, you know, I can apply it just as well over there, right? With premium podcasts, series, courses, et cetera. And I can pull all that stuff together over there too. And so if podcasting is your kind of chosen vehicle of um, posting content every, day, every week, I'm going to have some content within Top End Devs. But the in-depth stuff is going to be over at uh, podcastplaybook.com. And then finally, yeah, I mean, I, I really want to help people out. So I'm, I'm working on coaching. Go to slash coaching. And I'm happy to jump on a call and see if we can make some something work so that, you know, we can help you make the kind of progress you need. And whether it's just a, hey, we're just going to sit down and we're going to make our goals for three months, right? And we just talk every three months. Or whether it's, okay. I've got my goals. I know where I'm going. I'm going to do all this stuff, and we're just going to talk every month to make sure that you're staying on task and that the things you're doing make sense. Um, or whether you want me to coach you every month on kicking off your own podcast, which I've done for other people. Um, anyway, just go to slash coaching and uh, you just fill in the form, and it'll put you in touch with me, and we'll we'll make that work. But anyway. That's where we're at. If you're interested in being a host on this podcast, you can also do that. Um, just let me know. Just email me, Chuck, at TopEndDevs.com. And, yeah, I'm just going to wrap it up here. I'm not going to do any picks. Just go to TopEndDevs.com and uh, kind of get a look at what we're doing. All right, have a good one. Bandwidth for this segment is provided by CashFly, the world's fastest CDN. Deliver your content fast with CashFly. Visit dot com to learn more.